to take 135 as a little clue. Um, I should have learned how to say welcome in Japanese because we have a very special, somewhat anime, somewhat Japanese-influenced take today. But first, I'm on here with a very special guest who I will introduce after the rundown because we're going to talk about how we've been. There are some new trailers we're going to go out. There are actually a bunch of new trailers that came out today. And then we're going to talk about some movie news, some big movie news, talk about what we watched. And today we are reviewing Demon Slayer Kometsu no Yaiba, the movie Mugen Train uh, that we saw on Monday. And then afterwards, we realize that anime is pretty new for a lot of people. You know, it's one of those things that people are a little bit unsure of to dive into. So we are going to give our list of best animes for people just getting into anime. And when I say we, I'm referring to my beautiful wife, my beautiful sweet lady, Becky Brow, who is on the pod. Say hello to all the sweets. Why don't you just say hello? Hello, everyone. It's me. And you forgot part of my last name. My last name is so complicated, and I have no idea why I did it the way I did it. But it's Becky Brow Adcock. Brow Adcock hyphenated. So... Don't don't forget my full name. Yeah, you know, as I uh, as I kind of look at um like name changes and everything that you have to do involving a name change, ladies, uh, I don't know if you don't feel like you want to change your name. Seems like it's a big pain. Maybe don't do it. If you get married, I don't know. It's up to every person. What it do you is. think? It, it is up to every person. I mean, like professionally, I go by Brow. So at work, I'm Brow. Um, I like any kind of uh church type function i'm adcock and then legally i am brow adcock so it's just a disaster and i have no idea what my insurance knows me as i don't know where i'm at with anything but need a new passport too that one's totally different now too yeah but internationally you're known as brow yes um Yeah. yeah but i mean it's all it's all the same thing uh i'm known as becky and I'm here today. Also known as Bibby One. Also known as <laughs> Sweetest. Also known as, let's see, do we just go through our no, terms of it? No, <laughs> We are nicknames people. And we have, one time we counted for our dog and we stopped at 50. Like, we have so many oh. nicknames for our dog. We sing about her constantly. We have nicknames for each other. It's just, it's a whole situation. And uh, we're trying not to go down that road at this moment, maybe. I, yeah, I, I I think we talk about it a lot with a lot with our friends, at least. We don't talk like this when it's just us. We have a very specific tone of voice that we use. Married people, when you are together, I'm just going to throw this on like the story or something. Do you talk in a normal voice with your partner or not? Or do you do like baby talk? Well, it totally depends. If we're in public... Or like if I'm at work or something, then I talk regularly. And then every single time Kiko's like, oh, so you're busy, huh? <laughs> because I'm not because I'm not talking in like weird, distorted voice. Yeah. Well. I think that's, yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So uh, with our baby voices, that's kind of what we do 90% of the time, I would say. Yeah. Is that a comfortable... Comfortable I, I think that's, that's a comfortable estimate. Oh, okay. But Becky and I have been living in Utah now. It has been two weeks officially we're recording on Sunday because we want to 
decided to record on Sunday and we've been just chilling. I spilled a whole <laughs> water bottle filled with uh, juice on our... So we, we live with my in-laws and the old people before them installed white carpet. I, I, as a side note, anyone think I'm doing white carpet? Bad idea. I spilled juice on it. It stained the carpet. Okay, but kind of. We, but I have to interject here because it wasn't just a water bottle like what you're imagining. I have a 48-ounce hydro flask that I carry with me everywhere. It's my emotional support water bottle. <laughs> Shout out, Maddie. Um, and... That was filled to the brim with water and then red Mio flavoring that just stains everything. And that 48-ounce water bottle is what was knocked all over the white carpet. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I will be very honest. Um, Doesn't look that bad. No, it wasn't too bad. It did take three hours of scrubbing, four hours of... Yep. And turns out that there are water vacuums and normal vacuums. Yep. So I guess if you try to vacuum up water with a normal vacuum, like it's not going to work. I don't know. No. Remember that one time when you did it with flour? Oh my God. That was terrible. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. There's some things you can't vacuum. There's some things that probably most of you are screaming like, duh, of course you shouldn't vacuum that up. But I don't know when you're desperate times call for desperate measures, I would say. Yeah. Right? Something like that. Totally. So that, uh, but anything other than that, how has your week been? What have you been up to, Bibby? Because I'm with you most of the time. Yeah, just work. <laughs> like, just just work. I have a bunch of deadlines that are coming up um, June 1st, so I'm just trying to hit everything as much as I possibly can to get it done and good to go. So I've just been working a whole lot. Haven't really had time to process that we're back in Utah yet. Um, but, I mean, it's it's cool to be back. It feels like we're just visiting. It does. Yeah, it does. Uh, you mentioned work. Yeah. What is what is what is work for the people? <laughs> I know we talk about it all the time, but I love when you get to to flex a little bit and say what you do for a job because it's very cool. Oh, uh, I'm an assistant professor at BYU of supply chain management. So for work right now, I'm not teaching any classes. I don't start teaching until the fall. Um, so work right now just looks like research, which is really fun. She's chasing her dreams. Exactly. Changed. Right? Kind Still, of? it's a it's a work in progress. I mean, it never stops, right? Yeah. You're just always trying to you're always trying to reach your best version of yourself. It's just a constant thing. Yeah, and because she's chased her dreams, I have hopefully a possible update next week of um some updates to dreams that I've had, and I'll probably tell a little bit of the of what I've been doing for the last few months, basically. So. That will be exciting when we talk about it because it's not for sure. So this week it'll be kind of like a add more to the journey, so to say, for totally. our dreams at least. Mm -hmm. But uh, I have not been doing anything this week. I had some good opportunities to meet with some people and hopefully that those end up really going really, really well. All of my fingers and hands and toes crossed. Mm -hmm. uh, I watch a lot of basketball during the day. Mm -hmm. And we watch a ton of Survivor. We watch oh, like two yeah. seasons. Oh yeah, that's a that's a constant in this household. If you don't hear yelling, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's all. <laughs> Every intro is just us screaming in the base in our basement apartment. My the poor <laughs> parents. I mean, like 
for the most part, I think it's okay because there's a separate entrance. There's a separate kitchen. It really is our own little living space down here. And it's great. But occasionally we forget that there are people above us because in our in our in all of our past apartments, we all of our neighbors were great. Like they never got upset yeah, at us and we're loud people, but they never like said anything. Um, my parents haven't said anything yet, <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. We also have a ping pong table too, so we've we been do. getting really good at ping pong. Yep. I finally beat Becky for like the first – like it took like two weeks and I finally beat Becky. Yeah. He's yeah. been practicing on his own, I think. He's Sad. been putting in the work. I actually sometimes I get like five different balls and I line them up and I practice different serves to the other side during the day when yep. I want to take a break from like writing things and reading and doing – my own kind of research. I will like line up and get like five balls, hit into the other side, pick them up, and then do the exact same thing to the other side. I had no idea so much work and effort was going into beating me. I've been had. You've been training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I have. And honestly, like Becky, Becky's very good. She's she has a quick serve. I, I'm normally like a pretty finesse curvy player, but I can't with Becky. I can't do it because she hits it so fast. It's because I can't, I don't do spin. I don't, like, mentally, I can't follow through with my brain to my hand to do spin in tennis or in ping pong. If I do spin ever, it's accidental. And that's just going to be my future. But I can hit it pretty fast. And so that is the weapon of choice. And I love it. Yeah. Because you were smoking me. You still, there's so many that she hits back. And I'm trying to return them. And she just smashes them down on me every time. Yeah, it's good. It's great. I've got good balance. Okay, so now we're going to head into, we had, there are actually a lot of trailers, but we really only want to focus on three trailers this week, and I'm going to run down each one, and you're going to give me Sweet Sour Spoiled on what you thought of them, okay? Cool, cool. First one is the trailer for Marvel's Eternals movie, directed by Academy Award winning director Chloe Zhao. What did you think? Sweet Sour Spoiled. Uh, Sweet. I mean, I don't, I know absolutely zero backstory to what it is, what it's about, who these people are, but... Mm -hmm. Um, I am totally a fantasy human. I love fantasy in any way, shape, or form. I think it's so cool. Always have. So I'm about it. Yeah. You know, I, as the as the trailer has kind of grown on me, I'm like in between sweet and sour, only kind of only because of what you said. I'm like, I don't know much, know much about this. After Endgame, I'm kind of not like marveled out, but I'm like, how are they going to keep me hooked into this? Luckily, is, is it about like Avenger people? I don't think so. I don't oh, know. The trailer's yeah. like, we've always stayed quiet. And it's like, really? You stayed quiet even <laughs> when you knew like like the snap happened and all these people disappeared? I, I hope. I assume they'll address that. I don't really know. Oh, it's in the same universe. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is why I love having you on because you're like a, a, a woman of the people. I know nothing. <laughs> as, as you are saying what you're thinking, you're probably voicing a lot of the same concerns that most people have. I just, I, I don't know a lot about pop culture. I don't know a lot about a lot of things. And my sweet man uh, kind of keeps me relevant because otherwise I would still be speaking probably old English. That'd be cool. You'd be or writing Elvish. in calligraphy. Oh, yeah. That'd, be, oh, yeah. that'd actually be very cool since cursive is no longer a viable option. Yeah. Is not okay. Next trailer is Edgar Wright's "Last Night in Soho" with the with the trailer song being sung by Anya Taylor Joy. What did you think of the trailer for "Last Night in Soho"? Sweet, I'm about it. It looks cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I have like this weird reaction every time an actor that I know as an actor 
starts like their little uh pursuit into singing i am always like what <laughs> how why <laughs> so i always have a weird reaction to that but um i mean obviously anyone who has been in so many fantastic movies like they're obviously very talented anyway yes. so like it shouldn't be a shock but for some reason it's just a little throws me off my game but it was still sweet yeah i i also think that's sweet edgar wright uh does not miss he does not miss he's got the what is it Shaun of the dead uh also scott pilgrim versus the world yeah baby driver never saw that okay it's really good so his okay. i think he, i think he makes good to great movies Cool. Okay. He has not missed a single movie that he's made. So I can only assume that this one also is going to be a great movie. The most obvious intro song, like as soon as the song started to last night in Soho, the trailer. Yeah. It's like, oh, this sounds like Anya Taylor-Joy. And the most obvious tweet ever, Edgar Wright is like, and surprise, the trailer song was sung by Anya Taylor-Joy. And oh. by surprise, it was, a. I mean... I don't know. Maybe I'm big brain boy and could just understand voices to music. But You can. You can. It's okay. shocking. Really? Anytime we're listening to someone in the car or like I'm just playing a playlist or something, you immediately know exactly who it is, even if you've never heard the song before. Even if you don't like the artist. Like if it's Russ, you're like, hey, is this Russ? Ooh. Hey, is this J. Cole? And I'm like, how do you even know? How do you have any idea? How do you separate the voices of these people? But you do it. The, inside the voice is the man. Inside the man is his. No. Oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was quoting Nacho What Libre. are you <laughs> saying? So there you go. Okay, Last Night in Soho. Sweet. Now, the last trailer. I'm interested to see what you think of this trailer because this is the one I feel like I wanted to talk about the most. Is old M. Night Shyamalan's new movie. People are on a beach and they start aging rapidly, according to the trailer. What did you think of the trailer? <sighs> You know, I don't know that I'm interested in the story. I don't know that it's something that I should care about or that anyone should care about. We're already a society that's panicked about aging anyway. And now we have the need to induce anxiety about like within an hour, all of a sudden you're 20 years older. I don't know. I mean, I feel like the twist is just going to be like they're on top of like nuclear waste or something. And it's going to be like... Or like they're in the Bermuda Triangle or something like that. Yeah, just just something where it's like, I don't I don't know that this movie needed to be made, but I mean, whatever. So Sweet Sour Spoiled, what do you think of the trailer? Uh, <laughs> what, what, are, what do you... Do you want to know what I think? No, I want to know what the criteria are to decide Sweet Sour Spoiled. I don't know, just like based on your gut instinct. Probably spoiled. Yep, I'm the same. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it looks, it, it was an atrocious trailer. <laughs> and the acting in it, I get like that these like older actors are trying to still portray that they're like six year olds and like a physical looking like 20 year old body, but it uh, does not work for me. M. Night Shyamalan is all over the place. So this could either be The Sixth Sense, which is one of the greatest like thriller horror movies of all time, or it could be The Happening, which is like arguably the worst. Or, and, you know, what is it? End of Earth? What was that one? I After thought. Earth. With Wolf of Smith, not Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. <laughs> you Will, always Will mix Ferrell and up. his son. You always <laughs> mix them up. Speaking of Will Smith and his son, uh, Jaden Smith, I have a pair of his shoes, size nine. If everyone wants, if anyone wants to buy them from me, I will give you a steal on them. Oh, I didn't know you still have those. Yeah, I did. They're in our closet. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get rid of them. Gotta get rid of them. Now, okay, so those are the trailers. Eternal's trailer. We'll say sweet from both of us. Last Night in Soho, sweet from both of us, and then old 
spoiled from both of us. Yeah. Okay. News. You want to get the first news? This is just two things of news. Oh, yeah. So the first news is that Discovery Plus is merging with HBO Max. So this is exciting. I mean, HBO Max is already, I feel like, such an incredible streaming platform. And now we're going to get even more. Uh, Does this mean that we'll get Hunt of the Skinwalker people? Oh, my gosh. Probably. Or is that History Channel Plus? Is that a different thing? I don't know what that's Streaming platform history channel plus <laughs> history know. plus. What would it be? I'm trying to think of what history history. Oh, you know what I would be? The T would be a plus sign and it would just be history. Oh, that's or something cool. like that. That's cool. That branding. actually be kind of cool. That might look kind of Christian, but. <laughs> <laughs> but like kind of, I mean, that would be kind of relevant for it. Totally, totally. Christianity is part of history. <laughs> yeah, okay, so uh, Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch is one of our favorite shows. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're, let's go on a tangent about this. We love audibles on the podcast. This is a perfect time for the audible. Um, Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch is unlike any of those cryptozoology Bigfoot shows. Yeah. Because the whole time in those other shows, they're talking about like, oh, we might see something, oh, blah, 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 blah. Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch, every episode you see like four things. You're like, what is that? Mm-hmm. What did you think when we watched Skinwalker Ranch? I mean, it's the real deal. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> don't even. You know that I firmly believe in UFOs. They're real. They're here. Mm-hmm. They're, I mean, do I believe in reptilians and aliens the way that they're typically shown? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but do I believe in them as like, they're, I guarantee that they're, are other species and other worlds that have some kind of intelligent life. I mean, yeah, there has to be. So it's not surprising to me. Like we've known that there's something out there. It's just cool to have, like, I love my ancient aliens. I love my other shows where they just like tell you in the beginning, they get you hooked. They get you going the whole episode. You're like, man, I'm going to learn something really cool today. And then they just end like, we don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They're aliens. They might be out there. Do we know? We don't know. <laughs> Do you remember the Bigfoot show? There was, I remember there was specifically one Bigfoot special where like there was a handprint on one of the cars. They had like been hearing sounds and were trying to communicate with quote unquote Bigfoot. They're like, oh my gosh, there's a handprint on the car. We need to analyze it. And it was just the handprint <laughs> of someone in the crew. <laughs> They like they like dusted the fingerprints and tried to take a mold of it. And someone came clean and said, Oh, yeah, I, I accidentally like I don't even think anyone came clean. They came clean after the fact that they tried to study it. Oh, for sure. Like that's yeah. my dream is to be on one of these shows. So Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. We are in Utah now for good. Yeah. If you need another cast member, I will give you uh a, a great pitch (laughs) (laughs) a great pitch for you being on the show you will you okay so you need to tell them the story about when you were a little girl and your love of history and like egypt and stuff it's a very short story but i love this story oh my goodness so i'm i'm i've always been weird and we know (laughs) we know this like i've always been a very strange child like i said i love fantasy I mean, like when I was little, um, I remember finally getting to watch Lord of the Rings and that became my favorite movie from then on out. Like I went in and dug into all of the details of Middle Earth. I tried to teach myself Elvish from a young age. Like I've always had some interest 
that are just unique. But one of those is I loved researching. So this is when I was 11. I loved researching Mesopotamia, like the first civilizations and Egypt. And I tried to scan the hieroglyphs oftentimes, whatever I could find on the internet for evidence of UFOs. Spent a lot of my time doing this. At this point in time, I was living in Puerto Rico and I had this back room that was me and my brother shared this back room and it was the only room in the house that had air conditioning that worked. So the rest of the rooms in the house were just like horrible. But this back room, we would always keep the door shut because the AC was in there and my brother and I did not want the AC to go out. So anyway, I'm in this back room and I'm researching Egypt, trying my best to like be that person who breaks through and uncovers that there were indeed UFOs that helped build the pyramids. Like I the thought next Tom DeLonge or Dan Aykroyd. No, but like have legit evidence. Like I believed oh. in these Egyptian forums that I would have evidence. I was very confident in myself oh, and my yeah. abilities. <laughs> but anyway, one time uh, my mom comes in and opens up the door and walks in. And as soon as I see her, walking in, I panic and I slam my laptop shut and like toss it underneath the the futon that I was sitting on and was just like, hey mom, what's up? My face is just beat red and my mom immediately comes over. She's like, what were you looking at? And I was like, nothing mom. I wasn't looking at anything. Obviously my mom is thinking what weird insane stuff is she watching? Yeah, for sure thought porn. And my mom comes over and starts checking my history. And it's just all of this Egyptian, like me cross-referencing Egyptian websites, trying to figure out who helped build the pyramids. Where Was it reptilians? Was it some other species of alien? <laughs> like it was, it was fantastic. So did you ever find a lead? Did you ever figure it out? What did you figure out? I yes can't no. remember. This is why I wish I had a good memory. Like I wish we could dig up that search history. Oh man. Man. I found some great web. I guarantee none of them were like even remotely okay. Like they were just pure HTML. <laughs> like I could make them now. <laughs> Say whatever I want. New pod idea. New pod idea. So uh, Discovery Plus coming HBO Max. Awesome. We can watch uh, uh, 90 Day Fiance mm-hmm. and all of those other trashy reality TV shows that everyone loves to watch. Absolutely. Next, this is the big one. Amazon bought MGM, MGM for $8 billion dollars. Which means they get James Bond, they get Rocky, they get the rights to Legally Blonde. They also get rights to 4,000 movies and 17,000 hours of TV. However, they do not have access to Singing in the Rain, The Wizard of Oz, or Gone with the Wind. Because those movies were made pre... Those movies were basically made with another service and they don't have access to it. So, my initial thoughts for this is they paid way too much. Amazon paid way too much, but good old rich... Uh, billionaire boy Jeffrey Bezos, 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 Bebo, Bets, Betsy DeVos, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeff Bezos paid eight billion dollars. Way too much. I mean, if Way you, too much for if those you have however much money you want, like you can't fathom ever running out of money. I don't think money even exists anymore. So yeah. I think they just named their price eight billion, and he's like, yeah, okay, you know, like. I don't I don't think he's even aware of the concept of money at this point. I want to give you so I want to give you this comparison. Disney bought Star Wars and Marvel for the exact same price. Yet again, he has no concept of money. <laughs> it's like the it's like when uh Bill Gates goes on the Ellen show and she's like, How much do you think a gallon of milk is? He's like, I don't know, fifteen dollars. 
Just like has no perception of anything in reality. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You because at that point, like money is irrelevant. That's a good point. That's crazy. Billion dollars. Eight billion dollars. Eight billion dollars this, for James in this Bond. Case. So hopefully Amazon does something cool. Uh James Bond, uh, No Time to Die will come out in theaters. It will not go straight to Amazon. That was specifically named in the deal. So that's all the movie news that we wanted to cover. Like always, there's probably a lot of stuff, but uh, we couldn't think of all the stuff. But this is cool stuff that we saw. Now we are going into what we watched this week, which I think we're just settled with the same thing that we watched this week is what we're reviewing this week. Unless you want to name something else. Survivor. Yeah, okay, Survivor. <laughs> we watched a whole season of Survivor this week. Yeah, that's kind of what we average is like one to two seasons of Survivor a week. When we say we watch nothing else, we watch the playoffs for a little bit. If the game's interesting, if it's not interesting, then we switch to Survivor. But like, we do not branch out. No, we watch Survivor for probably three to four hours a day. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, just not even re- exaggerating about, about that. Yeah, you're probably not Three to four hours a day. Because we get home and then that's how we like unwind for the day is we turn on Survivor and then we usually get really invested and then it's late. All of a sudden we're like, oh no, we have to get up early, but we have to finish this. Yeah, last night, 1 a.m. Yeah. So we're on season 22 now. Yep. Redemption Island. Now I've seen a lot of them. I I, I probably watched up until see like right around now, probably up about like from season like one to like 25, but that was 10 years ago. So I've kind of forgotten a lot of it. Mm-hmm. So now we're kind of diving back in. Yeah, I didn't watch TV as a kid, so this is all new. She just uh, she just researched Mesopotamia and UFOs. Absolutely, arguably a better use of your time. It was it was a good use of time. Maybe inarguably is that the word that it would be? Don't know. Okay, all right. That's it. Survivor talk. Greatest TV show of all time. I stand by it. Greatest TV show of all time. So we watched that, and we watched Dragon Slayer, Dragon Demon Slayer. Oh my gosh! I was like, what? What did we watch? Demon Slayer. <laughs> it is time for our review, which it will serve as a review of kind of the anime, but mainly the TV, but mainly the movie. The movie, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, the movie Mugen Train is a bridge between the season finale of season one of Demon Slayer, which is about a young boy named Tanjiro, whose family is killed by a demon, except for his sister, who is a demon, but she's able to not give in to the demon urges and he travels with her and he meets a couple other people along the way and he learns how to become a demon slayer and become part of the demon slayer cores and his goal is to become a hashira which is the strongest best demon slayer in the demon slayer cores there's only like 10 of them <laughs> like they keep calling it cores core yeah the demon core yeah Two but you're cores. calling it cores <laughs> <laughs> Is that not it's how you agree? almost as good as calling it corpse. <laughs> <laughs> the demon corpse? Wait, is it pronounced demon? Isn't it C-O-R-P-S? Yeah, but it's core. Oh, you don't pronounce the you don't pronounce the S? No. Oh, you don't pronounce the S. Okay, so Demon Slayer, the TV show, real quick. 26 episodes, 20 minutes each. The TV show for me is probably an AA plus so far. So I'm gonna level with everyone listening. I watched maybe three episodes of the um, TV show, and Kiko no, filled me in on the rest. Did I? You watch probably more? you only missed like five episodes in the middle. Oh, I filled you in in those five episodes. You watched everything else though. Okay, yeah. I just sometimes I it's a lot of effort to like 
come home after a long day of work and sit down and have to read captions <laughs> because I don't speak Japanese. I wish I did. But sometimes I just like mentally can't get over that block. And so I told Kiko, I'm like, listen, I know we need to go see the movie. You just watch the show and fill me in on what happened. And I didn't expect that I would get as invested as I did. It was actually like, it was really cool. It was a great watch. Yeah. The the anime is very easy to watch too. Like it's not, I think anime often gets kind of a weird rap as, you know, it's, it's, it's Japanese humor. It's a different, it's a foreign languages humor. If you go somewhere else, sometimes it takes a little bit of time to catch up to like the culture and exactly like the jokes that they're making, but it's, it's very easy to catch on. I've loved Demon Slayer and I'm not going to lie. There've been a lot of sweets that have said, when are you reviewing the Demon Slayer movie? So this is the perfect time to do it. TC's at Disney World. Uh, he's actually at Harry Potter World right now. And we figured, why not do that while he's on vacation? Let's watch the Demon Slayer movie. Yeah, yeah. today's the day. So the Demon Slayer TV show, like I said, probably A, A+. Plus. Sweet, definitely sweet. I think everyone should take a look on it. It's on Netflix and Hulu. Do you have a grade or do you have Sweet Sour Spoiled for it? I'd say it's sweet. I would say it was hard for me to get into in the beginning. I mean... I don't know what my deal is, but I just see it as a high cognitive effort task to watch, <laughs> to watch and like read at some points. Um, but I mean, like the story's so cool and the anime, like it's just awesome. I don't get all of the humor. You got a lot of the humor. I didn't get any of the humor, I don't think. So it's, it was like, because of the story, it was so good and it was so cool. And I definitely suggest it's worth watching. I just didn't get it as much as Kiko did. I would still say it's sweet, though. The animation is very much what will, like, keep you invested. It's some of the best-looking animation I've ever seen. Yeah, it's on, t- on par with, like, Attack on Titan Season 2 and 3. Every season, I'm going to be honest with Attack on Titan. Every season of Attack on Titan looks great, is animated great. So that's the TV show. Demon Slayer, the movie. I'm not going to say the whole title. I've said it so many freaking times. <laughs> it's directed by Haruo Sotozaki, and it is the highest grossing movie in Japanese box office history, overtaking Spirited Away. No way. Yes. And actually, Sweet Movie Morsel is Hayao Miyazaki himself said that Demon Slayer is Studio Ghibli's direct competition and rival, which I think is really interesting. Most anime movies based on an anime are one-off stories and don't connect the anime like seasons to seasons or episode to episode. So this is very unique as Mugen Train bridges the gap between the season one finale to the season two premiere, which premieres this October, I believe. Huh. Kind of interesting, right? Yeah, I also feel like Studio Ghibli movies have a very different demographic than Demon Slayer. So that's interesting that he sees it as direct competition. Yeah, well, I, I think a lot of it is, is Demon Slayer is so big. Like, it's kind of the next big anime that everyone's really getting into. Attack on Titan was kind of 2013 to 2015. Uh, My Hero Academia, One, P- or One Punch Man has kind of hit that as well. And Demon Slayer is like the new big anime that just everyone is going crazy about. That's true. So the movie takes place. It is after the season one finale. Essentially, Tanjiro is given an assignment to go to the Mugen train where a demon is terrorizing people on the train. So him and his friends go to the train and they have to figure out how to take out this demon while also unraveling more about the head demon and those that work beneath him. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a weird movie to review 
because you have to have 26 episodes of background information. So for someone who likes Demon Slayer and who really loved it, I gave the movie an A. I think the movie is a ton of fun. It has breathtaking animation. Um, my one kind of, I don't want to say gripe with the movie, is there's not a lot of character work with the characters that are there. But I feel that it's kind of, it. it's not a big deal because this isn't just a standalone movie where you need character development. It is bridging the gap to start more character development for more of these characters. Tanjiro, Zenitsu, Isuke, Inusuke. Well, and that's, that's the thing that we've talked about quite a bit, uh, like, amongst ourselves, is I feel like there was great character development. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, like I said, I missed out on a lot of the character development that took place in the TV, um, in the TV series. Mm -hmm. But I think that there was a lot, like, there was depth to this movie, and there were, like, really strong kind of storylines and arcs for different characters. I mean, not necessarily for the main characters that are throughout the movie. You just kind of get, or throughout the TV series, you just kind of get more information on like, oh, we already knew that about them. But I still think that there was like interesting and um, compelling story arcs involved for characters. Yeah. And, and especially for like one character in particular, if you're going to go in thinking that it's just going to be about Tanjiro, it's kind of true, but you get like a full good arc for a character that he meets on the train mm -hmm. who ends up being really important. I think is going to be pivotal. Pivotal. <laughs> as soon as I came out, I knew you were going to say it. Pivotal in the next step that Tanjiro takes along with his friends and trying to defeat the, 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 the head demon along with like his kind of helpers. Yeah. And that was cool. There are certain characters, there is a character that comes out of nowhere and you're like, what the heck? Where do they come from? Yeah. But it's not a big deal because the fight is so cool. The so fighting this cool. is so cool. Uh, one, of the one of the suites came out and said, the movie was fire the last 20 minutes. And I have to agree. It was. It's like, and then another one, prescription properties, A++++++. Aaron Kenneperry 9 underscore 8 was the one that said, the movie was fire the last 20 minutes. Um, as well, Jonah Jives, our producer, gave it like an A plus. Uh, McKay Prince or McKay Prince, whatever his handle is on Instagram, also gave it like an A A plus. So people that have seen the anime, you're going crazy for it. It really is so cool. Like it, I walked out of there and I was like, wow, that was a really good movie. Like I actually really enjoyed that, especially for being so hesitant of almost just saying, hey, you do all this on your own. Like I've got too much stuff to do. I'm really glad that I went and. I, there were like quite a few scenes that like really touched me and were like very deep. It was yeah. really, really cool. It does kind of have a broad, it has a lot of different uh, tone, not tones, but it has a lot of different emotions that go through it that I really appreciated as well. You have the villain who is kind of at the head of the train and then those are helping the villain have really complicated backstories mm -hmm. that, you know, they're, they're, they're helping the villain, but there's a reason why they are. And those reasons are very compelling and it mm -hmm. kind of keeps you there interested as the audience of like, okay, well, how do you like, how do you rationalize what they're doing to help the demon? But also like, how do you save them? Because they need to be saved. They're kind of forced into this position. Yeah. It was really interesting because it was not a typical movie that you would expect. Like yeah. we were trying to think who the main character was and we're like, I mean, I don't really know that there was like 
one main character. There, there really wasn't a structure in the way that movies typically go, but it worked. Mm-hmm. Like it was really cool. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it 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 did a lot. It's it is a blast from beginning to end. If I'm rating this movie as just as a standalone movie, movie, if you're going in blind, I give it a B plus, and I'm gonna still say it's sweet because that animation, baby, it's just a perfect double chef's kiss. Wow, yeah, this, that was aggressive, wasn't that it? That was so <laughs> aggressive. I do it, and I do it in mostly every take. That's true. I you do, do have to. It's I, your signature. My signature ASMR just. Oh no, not again. There we go. Okay, just really, gentle. Really yeah. I like gentle. <laughs> as, dog as keeps our dog. getting closer and closer, laying on top of us. She's so needy. She just oh, wants attention right I'm just going to little one. I'm just going to give her some nice little pets as we go through it. So I think for anyone who's going in, probably a B plus, but still sweet. You're going to have a lot of fun. And it will give you a good explanation of what has happened over the last 26 episodes. It's just a very surface level explanation. So you won't come out being totally, totally confused, but still a bit. Yeah. What do you think? I don't know, man. If I hadn't seen the TV series, I don't know that I would go watch it just because I don't know that I would have that much like interest to go watch it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like people who are going to see it will already, like even if they haven't seen the TV series, like they've read about what happens and like who the characters are. Yeah. Just because, I don't know, I've, I've rarely gone to like a side movie or kind of like a movie that goes based off of something else and enjoyed it if I didn't know what was going on before that. Because then you're just asking a million questions and it gets annoying. And I feel like I already was asking a million questions and was annoying. So I just think that. You weren't bad. Yeah. I don't think you asked any questions. You're pretty, you're pretty young. Maybe you didn't hear me. (laughs) I get in the zone. So in the zone. I do get very in the zone. So overall grade for me is an A sweet. Bibby, do you have a grade or or a sweet sour spoiler that you want to give or both? Yeah, I'd give it an A sweet. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Okay. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, everyone that I know, like they're of the people that said that we should review it, we're all like it's A plus amazing, sweet. So I'm glad we got to review it. Totally. And now what we want to do is we just want to give three suggestions each of super basic beginner anime that you can turn on, watch, and it'll help ease you into it and probably open you up to a new genre, a new genre of storytelling that is so unique and so beautiful. I mean, it's it, it has slowly become one of my most favorite. When you find a good anime, mm-hmm. there is nothing better than when finding a good anime. It's great because I think it brings together just such an element of like fantasy mm-hmm. that because it's still animated, it really does have like an extra little like whimsy element that sometimes. Oh, that's miss. such a good word. The sometimes, whimsy. Yeah. It really is. I don't know what it is about it because it's not like like I'm a I love reading and growing up I loved reading all kinds of fantasy books. Those were my absolute favorite. And I loved being able to imagine everything. And I think that sometimes when we watch movies nowadays, they're just too like you can't imagine anything because you're seeing everything. But I think with anime, it's almost like it takes you to another place where like you really are like imagining. And I think that there are other realistic movies that can do that. I just think that anime is really great with it. As a sweet movie morsel, anime is not specifically the genre. It's just uh, like animated content that is animated in Japan. I had no idea. Primarily animated in Japan. Wow. So there you go. I should give a little caveat here. I was definitely one of those people who was very judgmental of anime for a long time. 
And I just like didn't understand the appeal. I was just very, um, I, I was just a very, I've, I've been a very judgmental person a lot of my life and I've really been working on it the past several years, but that was one of the things where I just like didn't understand. And then as soon as I gave it a chance and just was like, you know what? Like, let's just see what this is all about. Let's just give it a little shot. It was so fun. I was like, man, shouldn't have been hating on that the whole time. Like, this is actually really cool. It's a fun, like, it's a fun little way to break up your media intake. It is. And generally, like, you kind of have two options. You have the one end of, like, One Piece and Naruto that are hundreds of episodes. Yeah. Or sometimes a lot of them are just, like, one-off miniseries with 20-minute with 20, 20 minute episodes. Yeah. So um, I'm going to give, we're just going to switch off. So my first okay. one that I'm going to recommend, you can find on Netflix and on Hulu. And it is One Punch Man. It is a lot of fun. These are ones that we have seen. There are some classics that we have not seen, but there are also some classics that we have seen that we're not going to suggest because they might be a little bit harder to enjoy and uh, get into. But One Punch Man, I think is very simple. It's a guy that punches really hard <laughs> and... Yeah. Uh, that is, I, there is one that I would say, but Becky loves it too. So she's going to give that as her next one. Um, your name. I know that Kiko has talked about it very often on the podcast. It's one of his favorite movies and it really is that good. Like I, I, I hate when people talk things up because then I just think naturally I'm not going to like it because you made it seem like it was so cool. So I don't want to talk it up or anything, but your name is amazing. It's beautiful. It's so cute. It's funny. It's just such an amazing movie. And I really do think about like some of the scenes in that very often just because it's so beautiful. I gave her a nice little kiss. <laughs> yeah, I'm married. Nice little kiss. <laughs> Love you. Thank you. Love you. Thank you. Okay, so my next one is Demon Slayer. Because I actually feel like Demon Slayer is pretty easy to get into and got a lot of cool animation, got a lot of cool action, some fun characters. Uh, Tanjiro's sister's name is Nezuko, and she's part human, kind of part demon. And she has a really interesting character in and of herself. Mm -hmm. So Demon Slayer, easy to check out. Like I said, Hulu or Netflix. Kind of pick your, uh, not your point, take your pick. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> take your pick yeah, out take of the options. Pick. But um, I, I do want to say with that one, like Demon Slayer is really good. And I do recommend like, it's worth watching but for some reason it was really hard for me to get into in the beginning so i do want to give like that little caveat because if you're weird like me um or if you even just have like a different taste then it might be kind of hard but it's honestly so cool that i mean it's super worth it to just sit down and watch it yeah and it's quick it yeah. really is super quick yeah i mean it's not like super i mean, guess it's like you see like demon blood, but there's not like human blood in it. So it's just like black stuff that comes out occasionally. So it's, I mean, it's pretty violent. The movie has human blood. It did. Oh, yeah. It kind of did. Yeah. But like, it's, it's still like a pretty palatable watch. Um, what is your next one? What would you? So next one is the first anime I ever watched and still my favorite anime. And that is Death Note. That was the first one? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That was the first one. Holy crap. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah, that was we both watched that. That was my first yeah, time. Yeah, we seeing watched it, too. it together when we first started dating. And that that wasn't your first anime. No, it oh, okay, I was like, no. what? Okay. No. Um, yeah, I it's so fun. It's such a cool story. The first season's amazing. Second season was a little bit of a letdown. Uh, 
it's like the last five episodes are a little weird. But yeah. like it's like four it's probably like fifty episodes and forty five episodes are amazing. Yeah. You got five that like aren't as good, but it's still good. Yeah. Overall, I just I loved it. The story was so fun for me. I loved the animation. I just that is still my favorite. Mm-hmm. Now, going movie-wise for me, so those first two picks that I had of One Punch Man and Demon Slayer, those are TV shows. Um, my next one for movies, I was trying to pick one, but I'm just using this director as the easiest way, and that is Hayao Miyazaki. So he's the co-creator of Studio Ghibli along with Isao Takahata. They created Studio Ghibli, I think, back in like maybe 70s, 60s, something like that. So they have been the powerhouse of anime, animation in Japan, in the world. Spirited Away won Best Picture, I think, believe in, or Best Animated Feature in 2001 or 2002. Uh, Maybe even 2004, I don't remember. Uh, Early 2000s. And anything by Hayao Miyazaki is a very easy intro to anime. So whether that's Spirited Away, My Neighbor Totoro, Ponyo... Princess Mononoke, you can't really go wrong with any of those. I'd say, like, the easiest one probably to ease yourself into is Princess Mononoke. It's not a ton of weird stuff. Spirited Away is a little weird, but it's, I mean, it's amazing. It's probably the best animated movie I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a classic. I think Mm -hmm. that most people, even if you're not, like, an anime connoisseur or someone who watches a lot of anime, I feel like a lot of people still have seen Spirited Away. Like, it's a classic. Mm -hmm. What's your next one? My last, last one, one, so when I brought this up to Kiko, he's like, uh, for beginners? <laughs> but I would consider myself a beginner, and I really, really liked that's, this. That's a good point. That's a so, really good point. I loved Akira, and I think that the animation is so cool. I think the story is cool. It's just, like, a different world. It's a different experience. It's just, it's a fun movie now if you asked me to summarize what the movie's about i couldn't tell you (laughs) (laughs) i can't either i've seen it like 10 times so i don't know but it would i just i really enjoyed it i think it's a fun watch and um i mean it's a movie like sometimes tv shows are hard because it's like man i have to dedicate so much time to this but with a movie it's just kind of like well yeah you're dedicating like two hours or however long it is Mm -hmm. but i mean then you're done. Then you get closure. And for a closure freak like me, I'm about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually, there's actually a really interesting story about Akira. The manga was only halfway done. And so they started working on the movie. The creator of the manga started working on the movie and the direct as the director. And then they actually, the movie, it finished before they finished the manga. And then they went and finished the manga after the movie had come out. Interesting. So it was like a weird, like, combo hybrid project that he had been working on. Very cool. Really, really amazing movie. Probably my second favorite anime movie of all time. Yeah. Behind your name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we're, we'll do another, like, full anime take where we just talk about anime another time. But we just kind of want to give everyone a little, little, you know, a little sample, a little Costco sample of, uh, of anime and yeah. of what we've liked. Because, I mean, I'm not an anime expert, but I really like it. And I've come to love it a lot over the years. Yeah, and you you have way more experience it, with it than I do. I have really haven't seen that many because, like I said, I prefer to watch it in <coughs> Japanese and read subtitles, but that mm-hmm. does cause more, like, brain power and more concentration. And then at the end of the day, I just don't have that. Yeah. So it's a little bit more difficult to get me to sit down and watch it. That is all of our anime stuff. Yeah. It is. Thank you for coming on, baby. Thank you for having me. Yes. And joining us talking about Demon Slayer, the movie, Mugen Train, 
Next take that we've got on the slate, me and TC are going to review A Quiet Place Part 2 and Cruella. I liked one a bit more, and it's probably not the one that you would be thinking. I liked Cruella a lot. I think I liked it more than A Quiet Place Part 2. So that gives you kind of a little bit of a taste of what we will be reviewing next week. Uh, TC will get back from Disney World, and we'll talk about those. But until then, baby, anything else you want to say? Have a sweet time. Was that a pun? <laughs> I don't think so. This is a constant talk that we have of what is a pun and what is a play on words. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone stay sweet. Sweet. sweet.